Hey girl. Hey, okay. So it's my episode this time. Um <laughs> a little behind Halloween. Had to do trick-or-treating, kids, work week, all that busy stuff. So um we are gonna go ahead and give y'all the episode today. <laughs> and next right. week, well, this coming week will be Lena's episode. And then after that, I think I have one more and then we're done with the season and Crystal will be back next season. Yeah, so, it's a it's a spooky episode. It's just a little late. <laughs> y'all just act like it's still Halloween. Look, y'all just act like it's still Halloween. Um, so my my episode is about ghostly things, and I had added three questions after um, the tragic death of Takeoff, which we all saw. So, um, rest in peace to Takeoff. And we are going to, I don't want to say too much about that. Um, I don't want to do any conspiracy theories or anything about that. I just wanted to give acknowledgement to it at the beginning of the episode. Um, So my first question was, sudden deaths, uh, they happen frequently. Do you think that your soul knows before the death occurs? Um, If it's suddenly... I don't mm-hmm. think so. If it's like rad- gradual, maybe. Um, or if it's like, how to say it? Like if you slip into a coma, I feel like that is a part of your soul, you know, going to another dimension and knowing that, you know, your time is coming to an end. Um, but how to say it? Like, if your soul knows, do you think that you ultimately know? Like, if if that time comes and you feel a ways, or you know, your intuition kicks in, or whatever. Like, I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you wouldn't know that this is your time to go. Right. So. Right. Um, so, I, but I don't know. Those are just my little when I'm you know uh, so it's weird I have had I don't know if I I don't know if I had mentioned that to you but like it was maybe last year um I forgot around what time but I did I I remember telling my mom I was like I feel like maybe I'm gonna pass but it ended up being somebody else so um I've talked to several people of course because I do readings or whatever and when you know deceased people try to come through they will say you know like tell them and within telling me the story they will mention that the person did say something like beforehand before you know they died or whatever even if it is something sudden like a shooting or something like that they have mentioned that the people do mention stuff that that's weird kind of um so Mm -hmm. what i believe is i think our soul splits when we come here so our our higher self is part of our soul the, the part that stayed wherever we go, who knows where we go. Um, but I feel like the soul that's here is trying to descend, I mean, ascend to meet that higher self. That's why we're trying to get on that journey to meet our higher self. So that's why we have the gifts, the intuition, and the dreams. So with that being said, I think the higher self is aware of uh, the contract and when it's time for it to end. So at that time, I think the soul becomes aware. I actually think that people are, are, are on autopilot like a couple of days before they pass. So I don't even think that the soul is still living in the body when you pass. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I've seen, of course, I went into the whole thing about mediumship. But a lot of mediums say that, um, you know, when they're talking to the deceased, that they say that dying doesn't hurt. It doesn't matter, like, if it's a car accident or um, getting shot or anything. They're saying that it doesn't hurt. So Mm -hmm. I would think... I think your I think your soul would control feeling anything, so I would think that it it would your body would be on autopilot. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. it, that's a whole theory. But I have heard yeah. like weird stories of people saying, you know, oh, when my brother died, he told so and so he felt like he was gonna die. But that feeling, oh. maybe it's a different feeling because, I, like I said last year, I, I I just told my mom that it was just out the blue. I just maybe for like a whole two days I felt like that, and it ended up being but- somebody else though. So. 
Okay, my thing is, you know, I feel like, you know, your words have power. You know what I mean? So it's like, even if I was feeling uneasy, like, I don't want to say that I'll be fearful to say it out loud, but it's like, I, I don't think I would... I don't think I would say it out loud or whatever because I, I would hate for that to manifest or come to pass. You know what I mean? So mm. for you to have those feelings and express it to your your mom. Oh yeah, I tell her everything. I, I don't know. I think I, I probably. Think it, I think it would be a different feeling if it was actually my time. If that makes sense, I think it's a, a feeling of peace. Um, I have seen people that say people start getting their affairs in order around that time or. Um, like for instance like I, I think so I was I was five when my grandpa passed or whatever but he had a heart attack and I just remember my grandma had left and like she moved out and something something about he knew he was gonna pass that's all I remember hearing like he had mentioned it so I think that okay. people are aware but I think that it's it's more of a it's a different feeling it wouldn't be what I felt if that makes my mine was just empathy or connected to somebody else's energy but it wasn't right. that calm right. feeling it was more scared like okay okay so I do have a story right. now that you you mentioned your mm-hmm. grandpa getting his affairs in order so um just brief brief uh story um so my my grandmother she developed Alzheimer's and um dementia and she was like leaving the stove on and stuff. They had gas stoves and stuff like that. And you know, she was she was just you know slowly. Uh, you could t- you could tell the effects of the Alzheimer's because she was just really forgetful, or whatever. So ultimately, my my mother and her siblings decided to put my grandma in a, a nursing home. So my grandfather was still alive and he was still able to do things for himself. But, you know, him and my grandma had been together for forever. You know, she took care of the house. She cooked, she cleaned, you know, did the laundry and stuff like that. So my mom went with uh, my granddad, you know, she just kind of helped around the house or whatever um, since my grandma was in the nursing home. So the day that my grandfather passed, my mom had cooked and she said that uh, she had cooked dinner and, you know, he ate dinner or whatever. But then he was like, he told her, you know, hey, I have a taste for some pizza. And she was like, dad, you just ate a full meal. What you mean you want some pizza? And he was like, you know, I, you know, I just got a taste for some pizza or whatever. And so she was like, really? And he was like, yeah, I really need, you know, some pizza or whatever. So she ended up going to get the pizza or whatnot. And in the meantime, he laid down or whatever. So when she came back to get the pizza, he had passed. So she she said that she felt that he knew and he he didn't want her, you know, at right there at that exact moment. So he just used the pizza as a way to get her out the house so he could just because I'm over here like, did he get the pizza? Did he eat it? <laughs> but then you're like, no, nah, he was gone. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was gone, and I was just like, so I'm like, I, I don't know. Do you know? I think people, I, I believe know. I I would believe you would know, but I just think that it's a more calming feeling because I remember, like I said, when I was looking at the the stories, like from the mediums, like the lady was saying that she got she she was in a car accident, so she got mm. hit in the car accident, but she said like when they hit her, her body was already, I mean, her spirit was already at the body. So she's looking at herself. So she was like, it did not hurt. Like it didn't hurt. Okay. And so with with dying, that is my worst fear that is going to hurt. Yeah. Be painful. I I don't want to drown. Oh Lord. I I don't want to be, you know what? Drowning is my number one. Actually, it's my number two. My number one is being buried alive. Or suffocating. I think, the I, I think I would probably I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind before I would die. Mm, yeah. 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 So yeah. all right. So <clears throat> but like yeah. if you said if it doesn't hurt, like you you'll probably leave you your shell. Gone, like before. Yeah, leave your shell so that your 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 physical will feel the physical, but you won't feel it because you Okay, right. So I, I do want to make that clear that I don't believe. I I think on the material plane that there's sudden deaths from the perspective of a a human being, but I don't think 
you know, on the other side, sudden death exists. So a sudden death would be something that's in your contract. So you would be on autopilot those two days. Right. But then you have then you have ghosts. So we'll go into ghosts. Um, <laughs> but the next question, so Sanpaku eyes um, is associated with tragedy and violence. So this is the Asian prediction method that I ran across. It's having three areas of your eyes being white. So that would be your two sides, up or below. So above um, or below the eyes, when you're looking straight forward. Look, everybody, everybody about to be looking at their eyes after this episode. But again, sure. <laughs> um, Sampaku is the bottom of the eyes. And that means that you're in danger from the outside world. So this is like a, a physical imbalance. So Aaliyah had it. Princess Diana, Merlin Monroe, Michael Jackson, and JFK. And there's somebody else that had it, but I did want to add that to the conspiracy theory. So we'll we'll skip over that part. Um, Yang Yang Sampaku means it's above the eye. So those are usually your mental imbalance people that are psychos, like a psychopath. So Charles Manson was the only one I could find with that. Um, so people say the eyes are the windows to the soul. Have you ever looked into someone's eyes and sensed trouble? Uh so okay so i came across this same um it was a tiktok that i came across that mm-hmm. i grinded up it was a rabbit hole i was all down the rabbit hole and you know and i was like all in the mirror like you know looking in my eyes like oh my goodness mm-hmm. like not only that they said that the people with the sam i heard it pronounced sam sam paku or sam paco so i don't know if it it's sam paku yeah. or sam paco I don't know, but if it's Japanese, it might be. Anyway, anywho, um, they said that not only do they suffer like a tragic death, most of their deaths are accidental. So a lot of the individuals that you named, um, Aaliyah, she died in a in a uh, the, the plane crash. Uh, MJ, he passed away from an overdose that his doctor administrated. You know what I mean? And um, not only that, they said that it's uh, it's also a uh, forewarning, like like it develops over time. So if you look at certain pictures, you don't necessarily see the Sampaku eyes, and but like once once you become, how to say it, like once you get to that point where you know you're going to experience this tragedy, then you develop the Sampaku eyes or whatever. But that's not your question. But that's right. when you ask the question, that is what I associated to. So I'm like, how are you gonna just tell my answer? But it really wasn't my answer, but it was kind of my answer. Like y'all go and research this and y'all let me know y'all thoughts. But before coming across this uh this video, I, I didn't really I, I'm gonna, I mean I feel like I make I don't necessarily make eye contact per se, but now that I've come across this, I am more mindful and I'm more drawn to individuals' eyes. And um, I don't know if I can see sense trouble per se, but you can you can sense like sorrow or uh, tired, uh, not tired, but like weary. Is that what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like you know, you can, you can sense that, or I can sense that. When, when I'm looking at an individual eyes and I don't know if it's necessarily their eyes or maybe it's a combination of their eyes and their energy that I'm reading but um, yeah I, I feel like you know I can sense um, you know like sorrow and weariness in an individual's energy and eyes so with <clears throat> with the work that I do I, I make eye contact with people all day every day um, more of on the mental imbalance side. Yes, yes, I can absolutely sense that from a person's eyes, from the way they're, um, just from the kind of the movement of their eyes, really, or or then it goes into the energy after after I'm looking at the eyes, of course, because I'm reading the body language and the energy. But I have right. looked into people's eyes and sense, you know, what they're trying to hide. So some people are good at uh, poker faces and right. all that stuff so of course you the eyes would tell the eyes mm-hmm. are telling with everything um so i have experienced that but never looked into anybody's eyes and just be like oh okay that person gonna die but just maybe what's what they're afraid of or what's leading up to that i have since that um 
because I do make when I when I'm going into the office. Let me correct myself because I work from home. So when I go into the office, I, I have a lot of eye contact, face to face contact with with clients. Other than that, I am a homebody, so not really. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so when, when I am, yeah, when I am in the office prior and prior to um, before we went, you know, uh, start doing remote. So before COVID, yes, I've always been a person that can that can look and sense that even if you have a poker face. So you know, it's crazy though, because I, I did say you know prior to you know coming across the episode, I I didn't really make eye contact because I feel like it was an insecurity of mine because my eyes don't always focus. I'll be like, am I looking caca? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I kind of like avert my eyes so that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I had, I don't know. I feel like one of my eyes would be like, do, am I looking caca when I try to make eye contact? So kind of avert eyes. And people probably think that I'm trying to hide something or I'm being not truthful in that. But I just feel like it was just the insecurity of, of mine stemming from childhood. But yeah, and, and it's not, in some cultures, they are not allowed to make eye contact. Yes, that too. Well, that's not my culture, but it was more or less my insecurity. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so. Don't uh, y'all go stalking oh, me uh, trying to look at my eyes like is that a caca? <laughs> so the next question is about um, this is not talked about often enough but it's probably because everybody's scared of death. Uh, but death is that's the only thing that everybody have in common really. What are some preparations that you've made in order to make sure your affairs in order in case death does occur? Um, so, uh, what's crazy is, okay, so I had, uh, in 2019, I had to have a, a major surgery and, um, I, so prior to having the surgery, you know, of course I had needed to make sure that everything was, you know, all my, not necessarily all my affairs is in order, but I just made sure that, you know, um, the individuals that need to be listed as beneficiaries were listed as beneficiaries. And I had, I'm not going to say minor, but I had the, the bulk of my stuff in order. You know, I just felt like sometimes preparing for it kind of, uh, how to say it? How to say it? It, it? Like you said, everybody, this is one thing that we have in common. We're we going to leave here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you do need to get your affairs in order and don't be fearful of it. You know what I mean? Like some people try to avoid it or don't think about it because they, they intend on living a long life or whatever. You know what I mean? But you do, especially Mm -hmm. if you have offspring or individuals that you're responsible for, you do need to have these affairs in order. But the one thing that I do not have that I do need to look into and get one is a living will. Um, Mm -hmm. And they asked me when I had, prior to having a surgery and I was like no I do not have it but I do need to get a living will taken care of and um things of that nature um my partner by him being prior military and him deploying twice he he always had all of that in in order or whatever so he's always had um that stuff lined up the one thing that was concerning to me the first time he deployed was the fact that he he wanted his mother to have his body. And I was like, why? Like, why would you want your mom to have your body? Like, why you wouldn't trust me with your body? And it was like a whole thing. You know what I mean? And it was like, why am I getting upset about, you know, like he ain't even gonna be here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why am I getting mm-hmm. upset in, in like actually causing this man stress? He over here fighting the war and I'm causing the stress because he he decided to, to put that responsibility on his mom and not me because he felt that because our kids was real little. He was like, you're going to have a lot on your in your hands. You're going to have a lot on your plate. So that's, I just felt yeah. like that was one less thing you had to deal with. But the second time he deployed, he changed it to me, of course. But uh, it bothered me. But um, not only that, uh, the girls got uh, life insurance and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we don't like to talk about it, but we should talk about it. We should have those things in order. Before I was dead against um cremation because I have uh I don't want to say a fear but you know I fight me and fire is just I'm overcoming it but you know I, I do kind of have a fear but I actually looking into it I think I will be okay with cremation because one is cheaper and for two 
like this is just a physical shell you know what i mean like you know if i or if i'm buried somewhere you know my body is going to decompose and become the earth but it's like how long will the earth be here mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, so i am getting cremated <laughs> uh, because I don't, I don't belong to any religion, so I don't, I don't want to be in a church. Just cremate me, and let me go. Um, I do have a living will set up. I have life insurance, burial insurance. I have a a bank account that everything goes into for my daughter. Um, I have been researching on bigger stuff to leave her, like real estate and stuff like that. Uh, I want to leave her something big so that you know she can be set up. Because of course, in a different and it's, it's no nothing bad to my parents, but we didn't have that set up, and it, it could be because you know it was more than one child. But with her being the only child now, of course, if I get married and um, you know have stepchildren, that'll be between me and my husband at that time, to where we can divide up whatever we acquire together at that time between the children. But as of now, that's how I have every everything in order, and I think that is very important with all that's going on with everything that's going on i can't imagine how many people caught covid and passed and didn't have stuff set up all that stuff so that that is something that really needs to be talked about amongst um young people and it's not it is very much avoided a lot Mm -hmm. Um, especially you know with people starting businesses and stuff that people bought real estate during quarantine all that stuff that stuff is going to the correct person and that you have it all set up so it won't be a mess a real big mess so that is something that you know if you haven't done that yet sit down and talk to your spouse about it talk you know talk to somebody about it go get you a lawyer to get you a will drawn up all that good stuff so those were the just the first three questions and we 22 minutes in so we gonna go ahead and start <laughs> with the other questions and this is the halloween episode so we're talking about ghosts so ghosts are considered negative um, according to Christians. Christians, what? Christians. However, um, for my definition of ghosts, it is just maybe somebody that is um, that hasn't yet accepted the fact that they have passed. That's a person that's still connected to the material plane. So I think that we do have. We still we are still allowed at that free will once we pass. So if you if you're you know still connected to anything that's in the material plane, I don't think that you automatically go where you're supposed to go. I think you do have to find out, <laughs> you know, your your. So according to Christians, when you pass, there's somebody waiting for you to take you to the other side. So I think those people probably were in denial or are very attached to something that's that's here. You're in the material plane. Um, have you ever had a ghostly encounter? Um, not that, not, not any that I can recall. Um, mm-hmm. and I was thinking too, like, have I ever had to go? I'm like, no, I, I don't think I had any encounters. Um, but what's crazy is my coworkers was talking about haunted hotels. And then mm-hmm. that's when I was talking, actually, you like, what hotel you said was haunted? And I was looking mm-hmm. at, um, the different hotels that are haunted. Uh, but I, I didn't experience anything weird personally, but, um, my coworkers were saying that the Wyndham in South Austin is haunted, specifically the fourth floor. That something mm-hmm. um, tragic happened, and I I couldn't find anything that actually happened um, at that hotel per se. Maybe it happened prior to it being a hotel. Um, maybe it was another building, or I don't know. I don't know. But supposedly something happened, and the fourth floor is haunted. And um, there's a person that will appear in the mirrors to asking for help. So, yeah, I was like, I stayed at the Wyndham. I don't, I don't remember what floor I was on, but I'm like, I stayed at the Wyndham. I didn't get any, um, you know, I didn't pick up on any of that. But of course, the last time I stayed at the Wyndham, I wasn't a spiritual person. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. But also. The jewelry on the Riverwalk is said to be haunted in San Antonio, um, mm-hmm. and that they don't have a 13th floor because of that reason or something like that. Mm. 
I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I but yeah, know. I haven't. I haven't. Not that I can recall. Um, unless I have like some suppressed memories I need to tap into, but I don't think I've had any encounters that I can recall. Okay. So for me, I've only had um, encounters with ghosts and dreams. I've never had anything. Well, it, it it hasn't been a person just appear. Like it hasn't been just to where you could see it. Maybe hidden because like I was when you had called, I did. I, I told a story. Y'all have to go back through the episodes and tell it. But with the ex-boyfriend, when we stayed on the Riverwalk, we did stay um, at the Emily Morgan. And there was some strange things going on there. Um, and needless to say, after we came from that hotel, what was so crazy was when we got home on TV, They had it's like a Halloween special because his birthday's around Halloween. So mm-hmm. let's back up. Um, like I said, stuff comes to me in my dreams. It's not going to, it's just not there. But we did hear somebody scream on the hallway. So we called the front desk and... The lady was like, nobody's up there except for y'all. Um, when we got on the horse and carriage, the, the lady was telling us, she started telling us something about the 14th floor um, where it's, it's a bride, like the runaway bride or something. Some bride was dead. And we she was like, oh, which room are y'all in? I think it was like 1431 at the time. I don't remember. So we told her and she stopped telling us. Um, but oh. we were the only people on the floor because we had, it was like a suite or something. So mm-hmm. when I had went to sleep that night, I just remember when we went in the room, I had like a migraine instantly. Hit in, when we hit the room, I instantly got a migraine. So no sexy time was had, no nothing. I was knocked out like because I had this bad migraine and he was the opposite. He couldn't go to sleep. So he had drunk maybe like three bottles of wine when I had woke up. But while mm-hmm. I'm asleep, I'm having this dream that he gets possessed. So what was funny was we went home um, and we went out that night and I had, this is when my space was popular. I had posted a picture of us because this was, this was actually my fiance at the time. I posted the picture and my mom looked at the picture. So if, if y'all don't know, of course, my, the ladies in my family are gifted. So my mom calls and this is just before I was spiritual. She calls and she's like, well, what's wrong with his name? Um, and she was like, he looked, he looked real dark on the pictures. So I'm, I'm not thinking nothing of it. And Kiki, which Kiki was a guest um, on the show at the time, Kiki is actually Trinidadian. So we had links at the time. This is, I met her through him. So she's like, oh, you need to wipe down the house. And um, she, this is when I was first introduced to Florida water. So we, she came over there. She helped me when he wasn't there. We wiped down the walls and girl, he, this is when that happened when he woke up and we were just not in love anymore. Well, he wasn't in love with me anymore. Um, so I don't know. I think maybe when I was having the dream, he got possessed by whatever was up there. But it was just so strange that when we hit the house, um, I was watching TV and, and the, the Halloween special was on. I think it was the History Channel. And that, oh, that hotel was number 13 on the list. And it showed the bride, like, it, you know, was telling the story about the bride. So I was like, oh, my God, like, we really stayed there. Nothing, oh the only thing that affected me was I had, I mean, when, Lena, when I tell you, as soon as I hit the room, I had migraines. And another mm. funny thing was when we took pictures in the hotel room, the little orbs were there on the pictures. Because you remember the cameras where you had to hook up the USB to download the pictures? Right, we couldn't see them until we up, uploaded the pictures. And I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, it was like, it's big. I wish I could get into my old Facebook because they're on there. But apparently I can't get into my old Facebook. I've been trying for two years, but, um, and I'm pissed about it, but, um, the orbs, like it was like orbs on my face. So I never, I don't think those pictures were posted because it was orbs on my face. So you couldn't see anything. Um, but I did have another experience. This is going to be very weird. I think y'all going to think I'm fucking crazy after this one. Um, when, when Katrina hit New Orleans, Oh, (laughs) when Katrina hit New Orleans, I remember, um, I was about, I don't know. I was young. I, it was it was shortly after. Was that 2006? So it was shortly after I got out of high school. Some give or take around that time. Um, but I was staying with my mom. So I'm asleep, and it was a lot of people just showed up with, and they had like purple. I don't want to say dots. Purple circles for their face. So I couldn't see their face. So it's purple circles for their face. Um, the color purple is royalty or it's spirituality. Something to do with spirituality. So I'm in a dream. It, it is a way you can control your responses in your dream, but at that time I hadn't, I wasn't able to. So yeah. I'm sitting there and I, well, I'm, I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming, and I see people. It's like 
thousands of people with purple, like purple circles for their mm-hmm. head. Not a not a purple, like a purple. I can't explain it. So the people are I telling you me to about this. I told you, and they they were asking me to help them. And so and in the dream, like, it I agreed. You of the little icon above the Sims. Right. So I, I, no, 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 no. I had agreed. I had agreed to help them when they were asking me to help them. So I'm agreeing to help them in my dream. Um, and okay. so when I, when I go tell my mom, it, I there was no connection. I don't know where we were. I can't say it was connected to Katrina. I can't say any of that. I'm just, the dream was just there. So I agreed to help them. So I'm, I'm waking up. And of course, again, the women in my family, my family have gifts. So I'm telling my mom the dream. And she was like, well, what'd you say? And I was like, I agreed. She was like, you shouldn't agree to that. So every like every once in a while, if I'm around somebody or if I'm talking to somebody, I can see a, a purple dot. If that makes sense. So when I'm seeing That's a purple dot, people that came to you in your, in your dream that you agreed to what, help is well, when you agreed to help, it, you're opening up. That line is open. So when when I do see, I know that like if I'm talking to somebody, um, somebody it'll be somebody that I trust. So if I'm sitting there talking to you. Somebody I trust that knows that I have the gifts. So if I'm talking mm-hmm. to you and I see a purple dot, that would indicate to me like maybe a family member's next to you. Or now I've I've just gotten within the last two years, I've just gotten comfortable with telling people, like, okay, hey, somebody's here or somebody's around right. you. But right. that was my experience with ghostly encounters. But as far as like, I think they know. Don't come to my scary ass when when I'm up, because baby, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna leave and I sleep <laughs> naked. I will leave out this goddamn house naked. Zoe will be in here. Baby, by herself. You hear me? So I think they know. You know. Girl, look. (laughs) Zoe probably, she probably ain't even scared of them. I'm the one that's scared. But I think Mm -hmm. they know, like, hey, you know, they know how to go to certain people, if that makes sense. But they know, I don't know if they know how to go to certain people, but they know not to come to me when I'm I'm alert and awake. So that was my experience with anything that, that, that's the closest I came to anything as far as ghosts. Mm-hmm. Damn, my boyfriend listens to our channel. He don't know that bar. He gonna think I'm crazy. He gonna be like, "Oh, that's why she's crazy." So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but he don't know. I I don't think I ever explained that part to him. So he probably gonna be like, "Yeah, she. That's why she a little off." But it. Well, but if we, uh, yeah. Now he look. Now he gonna know. Um. So the next question was the tower girl. Look, we is. We don't have to breathe through these next ones. Okay, we try not to be long, long with it. Um, the Tower of London is one of the most, the six most haunted places in the world. Um, so London was developed around 47 AD through 50 AD. Um, and this is, I'm giving you the time span. America was discovered, the, the quote unquote discovered in 1776. Um, so this is a big time span. So why do you think that? No, America wasn't tower- discovered then. That's when that's when America became oh, America. Quote unquote disco- discovered. That's why I said quote unquote discovered. Oh, parentheses okay. discovered. Yeah. Well, um, Christopher Columbus discovered America in fourteen something, fourteen hundred. But anyway, okay. Seventeen seventy six is what came up when I Google. So Christopher <laughs> Columbus don't count to me. Whatever he had going on, I don't know. Um, why do you think the Tower of London makes number six on the the world's most haunted places? Oh, I didn't even look at the other, the other. Okay. Um, I was trying to find the number one, but it wasn't no, it didn't vary it down to number one. Oh, okay. I couldn't find anything Um, that was number one. When I Googled the Tower of London, because I was like, what the heck is the Tower of London? Uh Uh-oh. And so when I Googled it, it was, uh, basically it's like a, it's a castle, but it was also a prison at one point. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of prisoners were ex- executed and like buried in the chapel of the castle. So when I was doing research, mm-hmm. it, there was three queens that were buried, well, executed and buried in the castle. Um, and they are said to like haunt the grounds. I feel like anytime somebody suffers a tragic death, such as execution, it's going to open up um, chances for those spirits to have some um like unfinished work or something there like like you said mm-hmm. something that's tying them holding them to this plane and so right. supposedly henry the second wife and is the most famous ghost that haunts there 
and let me see. Give it up, delicious. Uh, uh-uh, it was something about uh. It was something that happened. Like she was uh, accused of like committing adultery and cheating on him or whatever, but she, it wasn't. It was unfounded or something like that. It was so like her pussy. death, right? Her death was like very much unjustified. So she out there fucking shit up. Like motherfucker, you killed me and I didn't even cheat on you. Like what? So yeah, that's all I had. I don't know why it's number six, but. Yeah, she got unfinished business because y'all shouldn't have ended her like that. Because she wasn't even popping the pussy. She should have been popping it. (laughs) How old was she? Because, you know, they used to have that big-ass age gap, too. Um, I would be mad because I was a child bride. Hold on. Okay, and that's the one that's that y'all see that y'all see like depicted in mu- movies where like sh- her head is cut off and she likes walk around with her head cut off. Like that's supposedly her. Hmm. So I think I think because I think it's my answer was kind of similar: war and violence and unsettled souls. So mm-hmm. I personally don't don't. I think that when when we leave is is the what well, okay vibrations dimensions so i think that if you're if you're like i said like you still have that free will so you still have to agree to to go to a higher vibration or frequency so i think that with the the lower let's say let's say okay so let's for instance her death um very tragic she probably had a connection to her body or she probably wants to be here longer so i think the sadder that the soul is the lower the vibration is so I think the lower the vibration gets, the more activity that we will see because they're trying to not necessarily. Well, yeah, they're crying out for help. So right. crying would, would to me would be the equivalent of I'm reaching to go to a higher vibration because I'm unhappy. Right. So right. I think that that the lower the vibration, the more activity, the more negative activity we would experience. So I think it's, it's number six because I think it was a lot of war and violence that was there. Yeah, I think around that area, period. I think those people were just, I, it was war all the time, wasn't it? Like back in the days. Yeah, everybody want to conquer everybody. Uh, this my land, that's your land, it belongs to us. And yeah, so I don't think I don't think them people had peace at all back then. Like mm-hmm. uh, even as a person, like not not just as a ghost, but as a person, I don't think there was no peace in that time frame. Um, so I think a lot of the souls or the, a lot of the people that were were killed would be. They would be upset. And that's yeah. another thing you, you have to remember that when we pass, for some reason, um, church has created like you're this new person, but you you still are connected to your memories until you um, your your awareness becomes greater. So you're connected to all of your memories at that time. So you're still connected to those memories until you, you know, accept them and want to do whatever you need to do to to ascend if that makes sense yeah yeah so yeah i think i think you're still whatever you're thinking at the time of your death or however you're feeling is where your vibration is um why do you think ghosts i put ghosts slash to see souls um because they're different to me are able to enter your dreams and give you messages Okay, so my theory is like while when you when you dream and you're in that rapid eye movement, I felt that you like visit different realms or dimensions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you go to those dimensions, that's kind of where they reside, especially those that right. are quote unquote ghosts, meaning that they're still here, they haven't ascended. You know, that's kind of where they re- reside, just depending on how far you can project astrally. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, once you reach that dimension that they're residing in, you know, they can deliver those uh, messages and like provide you some comfort of some sort. Um, but I feel like the deceased souls, they're on a higher dimension. So if you can really astral project, you can go and you can visit your loved ones and then they can provide you like comfort. Like, have you ever had one of those dreams where you wake up and he was like, that dream was so real. You know what I mean? Like, and you know what's like, so couldn't... funny? I was going to tell that because one of the mediums, she did a clarification that we go to them. They don't come to us. But it's a reason why I'm saying it, though. I'll give it in my answer. Okay. But girl, yes. Like, I had them dreams where it's like, 
it was just real. Like I did not know I was dreaming and it was like a loved one was there and it was just like perfect. And then you wake up and then you're like, you're happy, but at the same time you're, you're like sad a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, I had to end that connection or I had to end that, you know, encounter with my loved one. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's my theory. So, um, I was talking to a friend and I'm not going to share her name because I didn't get permission to share the story. Um, but her brother had got killed and we were, we were talking about her dream. So, um, so first of all, I think, I think that they can enter your dreams and give you messages because like Lena said, you're, you travel to them or you are on that dimension or you are connected to that frequency to get that message at that time. Um, mediums are a whole nother thing because they can connect while they're awake. So some people can connect while they're awake, some people connect while they're asleep. But we were mm-hmm. talking about the dream and she said her brother had came to her. He, um, She said everything was the same. She couldn't see, uh, no, he didn't have a beard. So the question was like, it was it was some, some differences that was there, like he didn't have a beard, but she said he was asking questions like he couldn't see what was going on here. So it was like, it, it was, they were playing catch up. Um, mm-hmm. So when I have researched that, because I was like, well, why would it, I guess maybe different souls at different times of when they're deceased, no different things. Because I had a dream one time, my grandpa came to me, I was out, girl, I was 11 years old trying to smoke. And he came to me, he threatened me. He was like, you better quit okay. smoking. Um, so <laughs> it was kind of weird that, you know, he was in, now that I'm older, now that when I have the dreams, when I have dreams about, um, like the, the guy was telling you that um, he committed suicide. It's like they don't know what's going on. And so right. that it's kind of weird to me. But to backdoor, I think maybe you recently passed, I think you move up in dimension. So I think when they get to that higher dimension, they can tell what we're doing. But as far as like if you just pass or maybe you're, let's say it's levels, we'll use levels. Level one, maybe you're level one. Level one is not allowed to come here and see. So level versus level, whatever, the highest one, they can come here and see. So I think you do have, you still have levels that you have to go through. Um, The reason why I said that is because I remember when my friend, um, when he killed himself, I was, I was doing like a reading and I I had this pendulum. My pendulum was pink and it was at a brown coffee table. And so when I went to get the mediumship, because I was getting, I was getting answers. So I asked him where he was at the time. And this was maybe coming up on a year of his death at the time. So I asked him where he was at the time and the card that I got was limbo. So limbo would mean I'm in between planes, right? So when I go right. to get the mediumship reading, he's telling me, um, she goes, he he said that is him. And I'm like, okay, I didn't even ask the question. She was like, yeah, he said that it is him because he saw you with your pink pendulum in your brown table. Oh. So at that time he could see me, but as like now if I have a dream about him or maybe last year I recently had a dream about him, he was asking questions about what was going on here. So that that that's two years after his death. So he's asking me like what's going on versus when he first passed, he could see what I was doing. Okay. So maybe some kind of permission has to be granted for them to see. I don't that's that's mysterious to me. But I think that you go to where they are, they don't come to you. So that's why um you can receive those messages and it, the dream feels really real. Because I've had one of those dreams and it feels, you'd be disappointed as fuck when you wake up. Girl, salty, like, man. Man, at okay. The same time, at the same time, like, grateful that you were able to just share those moments with those people. So that is a, and of course, y'all know me. Y'all know I'm about to go down a rabbit hole because I want to know. But of course, like, I want to know what's the difference. Like, what is the difference? So, I don't know, because I think I would be sad if I passed and I can't see what my daughter's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have to wait such and such time to get to such and such level to see what's going on with her or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I think maybe, I don't, I don't think that, I I don't want to, I don't want to ruin that for anybody, but I don't think it's just like some big fairy tale when we die. I don't believe that. I think that we still have our free will. We still have uh, trials and tribulations to get to where we need to go. Okay. So what if they live in a mirror world from here? What if that's why he can't see? Like, what if you have to go to some kind of rehabilitation center for a certain amount of years? But it was just weird that she was like, he was asked the questions. And mm. then the beer thing, the beer thing, we were kind of like 
trying to put it together like maybe they have to get ready to appear in that physical form so he could have forgot the beard something like that yeah we were we were laughing about that part but i was like yeah because i could see myself forgetting a leg or something look trying to trying to rush your rib and come back oh no not the leg uh that that was interesting She's very observant, so she was able to give those details when we were talking about it. But I was trying to think back, and I, I don't remember anybody missing anything um, when they went, or I shouldn't say when they came to me, when I went to them. Um, right. So some people believe that dreaming of a past loved one and not being able to see their face means that it's an imposter um, of a lower vibrational spirit. Have you ever had a dream like that? And if so, what feelings do you recall after after waking up? I don't I don't recall that being a person, but uh, no, there. no, I haven't, I haven't had one of those dreams. Um, I think I watched like a, I think it was like a supernatural episode that kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> they kind of, mm-hmm. kind of had that kind of concept where, well, it wasn't a dream per se, but it was like a being that was like a shapeshifter or something like that. Mm-hmm. that they can mirror the individual but it's like a, a slight detail that's off and then you're like oh imposter you're a shapeshifter but mm-hmm. no I haven't no I haven't had one of those dreams okay so I have oh lord I have and um again my mom always told me not to interact with those spirits because it's, a, it's like a mocking spirit um but I have had the dream and I remember I couldn't see my grandpa's face at the time, I, I so so for for let me explain. I, I my grandpa is my guardian, my guardian person. So he's always mm-hmm. there. Any anytime when I go to mediumship readings, he's the person that anybody has to go through to get to me to talk to me. So oh, he, he okay. always comes to me. So I have I have frequent dreams about him. Um, not recently, just because I got the the mediumship readings and we were able to talk through that. So he doesn't come in the dreams as much. But I could not see his face. But I'm going to tell you something else. I don't know if this is the ancestors protecting me or I'm highly protected, but I could not understand what he was saying. I couldn't understand the message. It sounded like a backwards language. Oh. Yeah. Um, fucking the dream scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, it's it, just the fact that it sounded, but I've had, so tobacco, but I've had a number of dreams when I was a Christian where lower deities try to talk to me in dreams and it sounds like a different language. So that that wasn't that wasn't anything shocking to me. It was just shocking that it was coming from my my grandfather. Um, when I woke up, I remember feeling confused, and okay. confusion is not a good sign. That's right. that's not a good sign. I just felt confused and I couldn't see his face. And so I remember telling my mom about that. She was like, "Nope, you ain't supposed to. You're not supposed to interact." Because I remember I just kept saying, "What? What? I don't understand." And I remember I was crying. I got so frustrated because it was my grandpa and I couldn't understand. So when mm-hmm. I woke up, I was crying. I was upset and confused. Um, those are some yeah. So who do you yeah, think it was, though? I, it could have been a. It was a lower vibrational demon. Look, a demon, a demon. Just, nah, look, I don't believe in demons. Um, but a lower vibrational. Tap into your energy or trying to siphon something but from see, you. That's or the something. thing. So I haven't studied vibrational beings, so I don't know what would be. Like what is their their motivation and motivation? Right, I wouldn't know like why why they would come and need to get information or why they would, but it could be so an imposter, a confusing spirit would probably try to confuse you. So it was probably coming to give me a message of confusion oh. about something in my awakening life. But um, I've but had you know several... what, I do believe that certain individuals can control those lower um, beings. So it right. could. Oh, okay, but okay. That's a whole other spy. It could have been it could have been yeah. anything. I just remember I was frustrated. I was super frustrated and I couldn't see his face, but I knew it was him because I know my grandpa. Um and he was talking, it, it was his voice. So what I think probably was the the person or whoever, whatever it was was coming, they 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 couldn't get it. They couldn't get the concept or they couldn't figure out how to do it. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'm just highly protected. Mm-hmm. So whatever mm-hmm. message it wasn't meant for me to hear it. So yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that yep. part. Um, most Christians believe 
some Christians, but I'm not going to say most. We'll say yeah, some. Yeah, that's, that's the next question I had. I don't have... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Some Christians believe if you see a loved one after death, this is a demon. Um, they believe we are not supposed to interact with anything of the world, anything of death. So that world, the world of the dead is what they call it. Um, what are your thoughts about that? <laughs> okay, so that wasn't my experience in Christianity. My experience was actually the opposite. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to say the opposite, but most most oftentimes your loved ones, when they pass, you know, depending on how you lived your life here, you'll go to heaven or hell, right? And mm-hmm. so the concept of Christianity is if you accept God, you know, Christ and you ask for forgiveness and you repent, you could do anything. When, when no sin, too great or small. If you repent, ask for forgiveness, you're going to heaven. And I just didn't mm-hmm. understand that. It's like, why you... If I'm living my what life, I'm for like, look, what is hell you know, for? Then? I'm living my life to the T as best as I can, and I told my mama I liked her hair when I really didn't like her hair, and that was a lie. And I go to hell, but this man commits murder, and and before he passed on his deathbed, he asked for forgiveness, and he go to heaven like, uh, mm-hmm. are no. you up there? You done did good your whole life. You up there, and Jeffrey Dahmer up there too. For <laughs> forgiveness. But but y'all, like y'all at the same y'all up there at the same time entering the gate at the same time. So for the most part, even those loved ones that didn't really live the straight and narrow, we we felt in our hearts that they they were in a better place and they you know because at the end of the day they knew Christ and you know they got themselves right. Well, who in hell? Huh? If everybody in heaven, who in hell? Well, I ain't gonna say everybody. I'm just saying. The idea was the love of when people be posting when they be like, oh, they're in a better place now. No, bitch. Right. Some of y'all need to say they they in the worst place now. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So so it was often said that, you know, if you see people that, you know, aren't here, that they're angels. You know what I mean? They're coming to deliver a message. So I didn't get that, uh, you know, people that are past or demons. I, that's not, that wasn't my experience in Christianity. It was our loved ones. They passed. They're now in heaven. They're angels now. And, you know, that's what they're doing now. So if they came and saw you, that was them coming to see you in their angel form. So, yeah, that was my experience. So my, that, um, that wasn't my experience. That wasn't my experience either. It was, I was talking to a Christian person and this is what came up. This was oh. a discussion. Um, oh. So <laughs> I believe that um if christian christians believe that god is able to do you know everything why would he not be able to create people that are able to interact with people that are with their loved ones that have passed why would you mm-hmm. why would that be a sin or why is that something that's bad or why does that have to be a demon why is the unknown all demonic or evil um, yeah. but there are such things as mimic spirits which is what i would have thought in the dream um they can take on the identity of your loved one but as far as we're not supposed to interact with the dead i think we can interact with whoever we want to i think if you're powerful enough or if you're you know self-aware or if you've developed your gift which everybody has a gift you are going to interact with something from another dimension period and you know to christians anything from we just won't say anything from another dimension is evil and that's not my belief um I don't I don't agree with this one at all. Yeah. But that that was the conversation that came up and that's what I was told because of course I'm always interested in mediumship and they're like, Oh, you're not supposed to be, you know, interacting with the world of the dead and I was like, Well, I do it in my sleep. So <laughs> right, and when exactly. I'm doing reading, you know, my ancestors are helping me. So I interact with them all day. Right. Basically. So yeah, yeah that wasn't that was just a, a question that came up. That it was an argument. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, it was a debate it was there a debate um, so there's a theory that ghosts are beings existing in another dimension and that the frequencies are crossing when we see them that's why they show up hazy so when you see them they're hazy I've never saw one so this is just a question um, what are your thoughts about this I've never seen one in real life I should say that so I don't know if they're right. hazy right I've always seen it depicted in movies, and that's that is the depiction. Oftentimes, is they're kind of um, either like transparent, where you can see through them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or 
they uh, kind of phase in and out or whatever, and that's them, um, I guess, leaving this dimension and going to where they belong. Um, do I think there's some fact or some truth behind that? Um, I, I, I think so, because I feel like, uh, you know, oftentimes people that write these movies or whatever, they do have active imaginations, but sometimes their creations based on their looks. Are kind of based on their experience, you know what I mean? Of course, they're not going to come out and say, "Oh yeah, I saw my grandma and this is how they they looked" or whatever. But you know, it might be based upon you know that individual's experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it make it makes sense. It's like when you're in between two worlds, you know what I mean? Or you're straddling the fence. You know, I I right. can see that. Uh, you know your your presentation or your perception might not be clear because you got one foot in and one foot out if that makes sense right um so i feel like remember the movie the others uh i feel like i feel like it's just people like i feel like it's true because i feel like people you still have a life after this life so what if you know that life or like it's a mirror dimension and they over there like doing what we're doing like a mediumship reading and you come through in that reading like so now you're seeing the ghost but they called you there and it's a ghost to you but you're you know they're doing something to get you there so I think I this one I believe is true I've never seen a ghost in real life so I don't know if they would show up hazy but dealing with frequencies in different dimensions I think our brain is not able to conceptualize what we're seeing so it will show up hazy to us because it will be something that we don't understand or that our brain can't see so maybe it's clear over clearer over there to them but when we see it then it's hazy because we're able to tap into that dimension and i think that you know the dimensions cross more during certain times for instance like the wishing hour and it may be some other times yeah so i think i think that we cross frequently but i don't think it's just like we, so I want to say we cross different dimensions at different times. So I think sometime, you know, at this time, if you can find, like, let's say at three o'clock in the morning, now we had a lower frequency, so we cross with a lower dimension. But at five in the day, we're we're crossing with the eleventh dimension. So I believe that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so stuff like okay. that. So I think at different times, if you if you if you're a person, or like when we get deeper in our journey, you probably find out what that time is, or find out you know, wh- how it works. But I think that the reason why they come across hazy is because something that our minds can't understand at this time. But some people can see them clear. I want to, I want to I can see clear. clear. Some people can see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think, okay. a, you know, like a medium probably would be able to see it more clear than you or I would see them. So they're probably here all the time, but at certain times, it's just because more. remember, I was like I was telling you, I don't know if I was talking to you, but I, I have certain dreams where, um, like, have you ever had those dreams? Okay, of course, when you're sleeping, but you're up, so you feel like you can't move, which we, we said it was a succubus or whatever. But though in those dreams, when I have those dreams, it's like I'm in my house, but my house is gray. Oh. Which is weird. Cool. Like, it's gray. Right. So, it's, so I feel like we have mirror dimensions. Now, mm-hmm. Do we exist on the other dimensions? Like, is it a copy, a copycat? I think so. I actually think so. I think that's what causes deja vu. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I think your life probably ends at different times on different dimensions. That's a okay. whole nother episode, though. Okay, <laughs> girl. Let's start deja vu because that's actually a topic of that in the Mandela effect. It was a topic of a, a future show I had in mind. <laughs> I know you didn't because that's me and Crystal Conspiracy Theory one. Oh Lord. Look at y'all. <laughs> Look at y'all. Look at y'all. I should have known. It, is, I it known. is in my little blue binder, honey. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what that's what happens. I think that we it's a it's a now when okay, but when we die. Do we cease to exist? Maybe like this this version of us cease to exist. I don't know. I don't know. That that is man. So many mysteries of the universe. That's what yeah. the episode need to be called. Um. So the veil is what separates the living from the dead. Um. The veil is centered around Halloween, 
did you experience anything unusual? Um, no, I mean, not that I can um, recall because Halloween fell on a, on a Monday this year. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it, if I was distracted by work and it was a really long day for me at work. So it was like Halloween came and gone. And I was like, oh, yeah, today was Halloween. You know what I mean? So uh, if if it was any, I know y'all be like, dang, all the Lena's a- answers is not that I can recall, bitch. What do you know? <laughs> what do you recall but uh no um only because it it fell on a monday it was the first day of the week and it just it didn't even feel like halloween until a- afterwards it was like oh yeah today is halloween you know what i mean okay not this year um i so the only weird thing that i did experience was i had a lot of readings to do so um a lot of people wanted to book around that time and I did experience a lot of deceased people showing up in their readings but I tend to stay away from mediumship so I didn't I didn't probe or I didn't do anything with that but that was really unusual for me so like let's say I had maybe 10 readings out of those 10 five of them had deceased people try to come up in the cards and I, I don't if y'all want them kind of readings, y'all might as well go book a medium because I'm not doing it. Uh-uh. Um, and, and my yeah, thing no. is, they be like, you, I know you see me in these cards. It's like you... Yeah, uh, they do. But you know what? Like, one time I did that... Somebody call you on the phone. You, they call you on the phone and you just looking at it like waiting for the call to mm-hmm. end. That's what the ancestors like. Did you see him calling? <laughs> no, one time I had, I had a reading and I was trying to avoid the person and the deceased person came to me in a dream and I had to deliver the message. So, like, but you know, my grandpa, cool. he'd be like, oh, you, you about to be ready to do mediumship. And so I told him <laughs> last time he had me in a dream, it was something with some mirrors. And he was like, yeah, it's about time. And I was like, no, it's not. He was like, I'll be back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I said what I said. <laughs> right. I said what I said. Um, so the last question is Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. I don't know if I thought I probably okay. told that word up. Um, that phrase up. Um, it was <laughs> November the first through November the second, and that is it's an ancient Aztec custom. It celebrates ancestors and it all deceased souls are celebrated during that time. Did you do anything during that time? I'm shamed. Oh. oh, okay. So, how to say it? You know, October is Hoodoo Heritage Month, and the last day is like, you know, the, the man at the crossroads day. And how to say it? I didn't do anything on that day because, like I said, it was a Monday. Well, no, that was Halloween. So, that would have been the, that Wednesday and that Thursday. No, I didn't do anything. Tuesday oh, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, excuse me. Um, I didn't do anything, but every Sunday, like today, this evening, um, I like talk to my ancestors and I, you know, pour my offerings and, you know, I light my altar and I spend time with them every Sunday. They kind of start my work week, you know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. Sunday, I did that and I gave them flowers. So, but I didn't do anything necessarily um, on those actual days. It's just that that Sunday before Halloween, it was like, okay, you guys are some flowers. You've really been slacking. I'm shame. I'm I'm very shame <laughs> at this point in time. Um, I do. I I I was gonna say I I talk to my ancestors a lot often because I they are uh, they are what helps me read. Um, but I have been getting like <clears throat> messages of pecans everywhere, everywhere. And my great grandpa, he loved those. We used to go pick them with him. Um, we used to eat them with him. So this week I do plan to clean and refill my altars and add those because it feels like he's calling for those. And I even had a okay. dream about pecans. I know. Okay. I know. And, and I yeah, feel like um, this is a, this is the season where you get those uh, raw nuts and stuff like the, the grocery stores that have like them where you can buy them in bulk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's I feel like he's been asking me for those. So I am going to give him those. Um, oh. I need to make time to go ahead and clear all my stuff and do all my stuff. I have really been in a funk. I don't know. It's kind of like my energy is kind of low. 
And I spoke to my mom yesterday, and she's like, "You better be cleansing after them read house." And so my, my daughter Friday, we she was acting acting up, like being hard headed. My mom was like, "See, my mom is so she's so funny." She's like, "See, and that's why Zoe was acting that way." <laughs> okay, mom. Okay, I got to go. She was like, "You're so hard headed, and you ain't been cleansing. Did you what? Did you mop the floors with peace water and Van Van? Did you sage the house, sage in the corners, girl?" She was just going off, and I'm like, "Okay, okay mom. Okay, okay. I'm like, mom. So, um, I, I, I need to do all of that stuff and update my stuff and take care of my people. So yeah, right. I'm pretty shamed right now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, I'm but glad you're accountable. Yep. So that was um that was this episode. It was supposed to be a Halloween episode. So when y'all listen to it, I hope you get the experience of Halloween. Since we've been it on Halloween. Uh, yeah. And like I said, <laughs> I'm like, I'm subconsciously like avoiding this episode. Like I am like, no, I don't want to talk about that. Like, no, I don't want to talk about this stuff. Like, um, uh, no, my daughter has this and oh girl, I I was here and Yeah, so yeah. So I took well, I took my baby trick or treating and that yeah, I was tired. So um, <laughs> that's my episode. Next week is Lena's episode, and then I will have a, another episode to close out the season. And then Crystal gonna come back, and y'all know we about to get in that conspiracy theory bag, honey. Oh, <laughs> All in that bag at the bottom of the bag. Um, <laughs> the so y'all stay tuned. I I'm actually very excited for Crystal to come back. Me too. It's so fu- it's so funny because I need to text her because she said she's gonna come back, and I ain't heard from her since. So oh, oh, Crystal, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. We're going to send you a group chat. Yeah. So that closes out my episode. Everybody have a good week. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Not the Amber.